Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Grafted Marriage Podcast. I am your host, Chris, and with me, as always, is the... Ooh. I don't even know. Frustrated? (laughs) Courtney. That's great. Thanks. Just a bit of a programming note here. I am suffering from a little cold of some sort, and so... Uh, my voice starts to break up after I talk for a while, so please forgive that. And uh, I think anyone who's listened to this podcast at any point knows that I can fill in that. Yeah, I think you're going to do a great easily. job. I yeah. feel like you're up to the challenge. I think you can do it. Awesome. Lots what are we words. talking about? What are we talking about today? Okay, so it's kind of interesting. So I was in. It goes back to communication again. We keep, you know, pounding that. I think it's really, really important. Obviously, in marriage, to communicate all of the time because so much happens in life. We have to be constantly talking to each other to know where we're standing. So I was in, I was shopping the other day with some family members and I overheard this conversation and it just struck me as both humorous at first, but then kind of sad. So it looked like a husband and wife. I'm not sure if they're husband and wife, but it looked like husband and wife. And so he says, so she says to him, she tries on the sweater and she says, do you like it? And he goes, yeah. And then she looks at it and she goes, no. And he says, what am I supposed to say? I was just trying to be supportive. And the interesting thing was the last thing she said. And I wrote, I wrote notes on this because I thought this would be great to talk about. She said, being supportive isn't saying yes to everything. And I just thought that was so interesting because as women, we put this pressure on our husbands. You have to support me. You have to be there. You know, all these things. And then... They <laughs> trying to be supportive, like, yeah, hey, sure, yep, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. And then we come back with, ah, you just say yes to everything, and that be, you know, equate to being supportive. So I just thought that was so interesting. Do you think that's something that goes both ways, or is that usually found on the... I don't know. I think men, it seems like, at least in our relationship, you seek more companionship from me. I don't need to constantly be doing or saying things it's good to just be together. Right. Right. But for women, we have, I I think we have a lot more (laughs) facets (laughs) Ah, to our person, which is good. Right. Because as a mom and all these different things we have to do throughout life, you know, we have to be a wife and a mom at the same time and those kinds of things that can be great. But I think also it, it causes a lot of problems because we have all of these emotions Right. And these facets, I'm calling it, which sounds really pretty, like, oh, it glistens in the light, it refracts light. No, no, I'm saying it's really hard because we are very emotional people. And I'm going to just put it out there like I believe this 100 percent that women and men have different roles. I do not believe that we can do the same things. I believe that our emotion comes out and it also shows empathy where men in most cases don't have as much empathy or we can nurture where men don't have the same capacity to do that. Right. So I think what women are looking for sometimes just can't be, do you know what I mean? Like it just, you can't expect me. I can't expect to try on a sweater like she did and expect you to say, well, I might not know what I don't. Yeah. I really don't think he knew. Like he didn't probably didn't have he an opinion. He just didn't know. He He's probably like, didn't have an opinion. Oh, it's closed. You're dressed. Yeah. I've performed my duty. And he probably figured, I'm helping take care of you. He probably figured that she liked it and she yeah, was looking for yeah. some validation. Right. And he was just gonna like help her get yeah. the validation. And he's that she with wanted. her. He's like, I probably he probably didn't want to be shopping anyway. So he thought, Oh, honey, that's great. You know, sure. 
And she's like, well, I don't like the neckline. I don't like the color. I don't like the whatever. And he's just not going to be that level of detail. Because really, honestly, at the end of the day, women are dressing for women. Men, if you ask a man what a woman was wearing, he might go, oh, she's wearing a sweater and a pair of jeans. Is he going to remember it was a cow neck sweater or it had this color or it had this, you know, embellishment? No. Likely no. And I'm not saying in every situation that's the case. I don't want to be overarching here. But I'm saying in most situations, that's just not going to happen. So we're asking something from each other that we actually can't really give. And maybe we shouldn't be. And But she is right that... That's the second point. Being supportive doesn't mean you say yes to everything. Doesn't mean you say yes to everything. Right, because then on that other side, men can often go, sure, honey, mm mm-hmm, yep, honey, mm mm-hmm, and not communicate that something's bothering them or something is good or bad. Like, we don't really know. They're trying to... Well, also, if you're really supporting the wife and she's got on a sweater that's really, you know, maybe that sweater was really funky looking. And he was about to go send her off into the world with a funky looking sweater. And so to really be supportive is to not let her wear that sweater anywhere outside of that dressing room. Right. But is that real? Okay. So those are the two parts. Is it really his job? Right. Like, I mean, should she really have asked him that question, right? Knowing that he was likely not able to answer it and then expecting, having an expectation of him that wasn't going to happen and then being frustrated that it didn't happen, knowing already that it wasn't going to, right? Trying to change and manipulate him. You think it was premeditated? No. But I also think that on the other end of it, yes, that's true. He can't just say, or you can't, or men can't just say yes to everything and act like that's being supportive. Just like as as the wife, as the helper, I can't just say yes to everything you say sure. and say that that's supportive. We have to sure. have some, sometimes there's going to be resistance because they may, that thing may not be biblical. And if we're looking for um, having the Bible be our, guide, our guidance through life, then we have to really think about what our roles are again. And, and the Bible doesn't say, you know, like... My role, <laughs> I'm the, uh, I am... The I yes am, man or the, you know, whatever. I am her clothing approver. Right. Or, I mean, there's going to be, he should be protective of her if she wants to walk out of the store showing too much of her body. Like, modesty, those kinds of things, I think, are protective. Of so you th- you're of the opinion that she shouldn't have even asked him to begin with. Right, and I also think he shouldn't have just said, like blindly said yes I'm not saying he did I really was not in their conversation but if he was saying yeah yeah sure it's great I'm just she was also right in saying you can't just say yes to everything for sure because that's yeah but that's the communication part yeah these quick answers aren't going to be communication we have to really get deeper into what our heart is and pointing back to that over and over again like the heart is what matters most to God like you know we have to ask him we were just talking about before this podcast like we have to ask God to search and know our hearts, to try us and know our thoughts. That's what the Bible says. We don't even know half the time when our heart is right or wrong because I don't know that we as fallible people can really make that judgment call. You know, we have to constantly be asking God. And so through communication, I think we're able to see our heart more each other. You know, we can see that. We can ask the questions and be vulnerable. Right. Um, but, yeah, just asking the wrong questions at the wrong time isn't really fair saying yes to everything isn't really fair that these things are not communication right right so getting deeper into it it may be i mean we'll go back to this example and it seems trite but okay you know honey i'm looking at this sweater i really think i like it but what do you actually think of it 
Okay, and then he could and come out with clear up front. Yeah, about what I actually you think, want as opposed to making it like a pop quiz. Right, <laughs> right. And are we testing each other? That's really a good point. Like, how often are we testing each other? And then having this expectation that we're going to fulfill this. Our marriage is not about us. It is so much. It's about Christ and the church, people. It's about Christ and the church, and it is about time that in our marriages we stop acting like it's about us because divorce rates would go way down if we realized it's not about us. Right. Because, you know, you and I, I mean, we have way years ago, we were close to having that moment of pulling the plug because we were just so frustrated. And then God... Well, we were just, just being very selfish. Yeah, and then God showed us over time, it's not about you. It's not about you. We will be here in a blip. It will be gone. What are we doing with what we've been given? This is a gift. This marriage is a gift. So keep our marriage beds pure, like he says, and love the men need to love their wives and not say to everything. And the women need to respect their husbands enough not to ask them a question to set them up for failure. There so that go. then we can have a reason to be frustrated right. or offended. Right. And then we'll Facebook about it. Right. And, you know, it's ridiculous. We're, we're actually being trivial little children running around acting like adults. And go. we need to be a much better example That's right. to our family, to our friends, and to the world around us that the culture, you guys, come on. It's I time told to you wake guys, up. I warned you. Courtney's frustrated. It's today. time to wake up because it's 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 just out of control. And in our marriage, we are Christ and the church to the world. What does that mean to you in your home? What things do you need to change? What things do you need to stop listening to? What things do you need to stop watching? What things do you need to stop giving into? And what things do you need to start giving into to be a biblical marriage? And we all have room to change. Every single one of us until For the sure. day we're with Christ, we have room to change. No I have question. to be, like, in my life, I have to be way less frustrated because <laughs> it can be really hard, yeah. right? And it's not, that's not what God's, God's not like, get all amped up and then just brah, be angry because he says the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. That verse is heavy on my heart most days where I have such anger towards what I see. And he says, yes, indeed, hate the sin, hate was evil. But we have to love people. So. For sure, for sure. Awesome. This has been a lot of fun. I'm sorry, I haven't your voice been able to bad. say much, but it's been a lot of fun. Would you mind praying? Sure. And okay. and Chris just got back from a trip today, like an hour ago. Yeah. From work, and he has no voice. So, hey, I guess it's supposed to be what it's supposed to be, right? There you go. So, all right. And I'm talking to the women anyway, right now. By the way, I'm not saying this to the men; it's to the women. Father God. You are awesome. You are gracious. You are merciful. You are holy, and all glory belongs to you. Forgive me. Forgive us, God, when we make it about us. I pray, Lord God, that this podcast tonight would just be a reminder to our hearts, to Chris and I, um, because when I speak, I speak to myself. Lord, I have set him up so many times, just the same way, the same conversations. I pray for a change in our hearts to be more like you that we would be people who show you, Lord Jesus, and the church and that beautiful communion of when we come together as one and we worship you and we glorify God with all that we say and all that we do. I pray for change on this planet. I pray for change within this nation and within our homes that divorce rates would go down as we realize it is not about us. And I thank you for the opportunity to change. I thank you for another breath. I thank you for all that you give us. And we love you, Lord. We, we aim to serve you. Um, and please forgive us. We thank you. And please um, deal with us with mercy and grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for that. 
All right. Well, thank you for listening. Again, this is the Grafted Marriage Podcast. Be sure to share us with your friends, like us on Facebook, whatnot. Or don't or get don't. on Facebook Whatever. at all, please. Yeah, Just it's okay. Don't. You don't have to be on Facebook. In okay. fact, don't go on Facebook. Yeah. Just, you know, email the link to the podcast to your friends, text it to them. Don't use social media. <laughs> Bad. All right. Thank you for listening. Please keep listening and please keep Chasing with us. Truth. Oh, man, we butchered that. <laughs> See you later.